Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a fraction of my reality. I'm Miss Lovett. As you know, somebody in the world's favorite math teacher. I have a friend here with me, and I'm going to let him introduce himself. Oh, what's up, good people? Mr. Washington to all of my former students, current students, future students. The government, I don't really feel like I need to say that. But for those who might want to know, Alfonso Washington. Yeah. All right. Well, you said, Mr. Washington, what do you teach? So I'm a sixth grade social studies teacher. Uh, I teach in the Henry County School District. Been doing it about, uh, this is my fifth year now, so. Yes. We love, and in the last episode, we were just talking about men in education. So we love it. Wasn't even a pun that time, but, you know. Head. So... You know, I start my episode with my three positives. So I'm going to go ahead and give you time to think about yours. So my first positive, and I was thinking about this, my positive is my cricket. So now I got my cricket, my little um, paper cutter and whatnot, and I love it. It's I can make so much from it. I've been labeling everything that doesn't even need labels. So I'm just glad that that was bought for me because I love my cricket. And that's that's the little things that bring me joy. Okay, my cricket and calligraphy, I get to feel like I'm being creative and doing stuff. So I like that. Um, I have some cookies that I just made, and that's another positive because again, I'm looking at the little things. I always kind of focus on like all these big ideas, but those cookies are really good. If I wasn't selfish, I'd let you have one, but. I like okay. the cookies. Um, and then, so I started this in a little initiative. I don't really know what to call it, but I started this recurring thing on social media for my school. And my AP, you know, the first day that I launched it, I guess you could say, I've been getting so many compliments on it. And my AP texted me and she told me, she was like, this is amazing. People love it. So <laughs> people love it. Okay, I'm done. So that just makes me happy to hear because... You know, I really try to get outside of the box being over my school social media and to see my things getting love and recognition means a lot. That's dope. That's what's up. Um, I don't know if I have three positives, but I know for one, uh, health right now. And I know you've been you were talking about how you don't look at these these very broad perspectives. But I would say health um, is a major thing I uh, think is a positive for me right now. The second thing is my spirituality. So I've been uh, been on a very, very uh, tight spiritual journey the last couple of months when we started the pandemic. So attending Bible studies, getting closer to the word and all that stuff. Um, honestly, those are the real two uh, positives that are going on in my life right now. I'm um, just like happiness, I would say, is my third one. So I, I think I'm at, a, I'm at a really good spot in my life right now. I think there's a lot of positive things that are coming my way. So I just want to keep the momentum on that. Okay, all right. That's a good one to like, you know, glad things are coming together for you spiritually, mentally, and you know, we're still teaching. So that we, we are, we are, we are we teaching are. through a pandemic and it's definitely a challenge, but making it work. Um, and then again, just want to highlight again on what I said, because I did just have this conversation on the last episode, but really glad to see men especially black men in education so you know i commend you for that because that is huge for kids to see not just the little boys but 
kind of everybody because you don't really see the male teachers as much especially with you being in sixth grade it's funny because that's when i had my first male teacher it was in sixth grade taught science so it's just interesting i'm glad that you're there for the kiddos because they need it all this women ran profession is just a lot sometimes um but today Fonz and i are going to talk about movies teacher movies so I just kind of want to get into a couple of movies, not too much because there are way too many, but some of the movies that kind of stood out to both of us. And then one of my favorites that Mr. Washington has never seen, but that's fine. I can talk about it, but just teacher movies. Those are kind of a trend that happens and you see one every now and then, but really getting into some of these and the more talked about ones and kind of what they mean and what they portray to the world. But before that, I want to talk about, like, what makes a teacher movie? So, you know, I teach math. I like formulas. That's how everything comes together. So, what is the formula for a teacher movie? What do you think? Um, with anything, I think you have to have a good a bit of substance. So, it has to have some type of some type of meaning, whether it's a deep meaning or whether it's a funny thing. Because, you know, you got teacher, uh, movies like Bad Teacher. Then you got uh, movies like The Great Debaters that are really like sitting in and trying to hone in everything as far as like the experience of, you know, what's going on in the 30s and 40s for black people and all that stuff like that. So I think for a teacher movie, the thing that um, is critical that to be in there is how is it going to relate to people who are in that profession as a teacher? How is it going to relate to people who are in school? Because, I mean, we've all gone through school. So we have different perspectives and we've seen different types of people. So it's cool to see movies that have that funny teacher. It's cool to see movies that have that teacher who was not like playing with you, was really serious. And it's cool to see those movies that have the teacher who was do anything for their student because we have each one of those spectrums and we've experienced that in our own uh, educational journeys. So mm -hmm. I think I, I like all that stuff. Um, I think both all those components are important in those uh, movies. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I think like the big thing in all of them is really any movie like you get your teacher, they struggle a little bit. But they were happy, you know what I'm saying. But see, that's also real to the that's real to the actual profession. Yes. When you meet those students for the first time, you don't automatically click with every single one. Is one little knucklehead in at least one of your classes? <laughs> is at least one knucklehead? At, in at least, least one. one, which is real. It's real. Being a teacher, you know, you got to kind of go in. You got to win them over. And sometimes your personality doesn't click with the kids until they understand why you have to be who you are. You know. I never understand why you're on me like this until years later you're like oh i needed that you know or even a week or two later in that same class you're like oh dang miss lovett was on me because i wasn't doing right and i needed to get better and so that is true that struggle that's real because i didn't have my few that are just like i just want you to be better can you want to be better please so that's definitely real so that's like kind of like teacher movie what you know is gonna happen we watch that teacher movie you know they're gonna get there go through through some things different journeys and then get done and some of these movies that we're talking about are actually based on true stories so it's really what the person that they're portraying had to go through so that's interesting so i will definitely say as you're kind of going through this if you're a person that has to see the movie and you haven't seen a movie, um, there are spoiler alerts here because we want to really talk about the movie and kind of what happens. Um, so 
there are spoilers, so you know if you hear something or you kind of fast forward and hear a movie that we're going to talk about that you want to see for yourself, apologies in advance, but also spoiler alert. So the first movie I want to talk about, Stand and Deliver. I've seen it. Mr. Washington hasn't, but that's okay. I'll talk about it because I love it. Like I had to put it on my list. So Stand and Deliver, that's uh, based on a true story about Jamie Escalante, who was a teacher in Los Angeles um, and in a very low income, high Hispanic population. So... He kind of set out originally when he got to the school, he didn't want to teach, he wanted to teach computers, but they put him in a math classroom and he met the students and he kind of was like, this stuff is too easy for y'all. There's no challenge. And the school was going through accreditation issues and having issues with test scores. And he was like, well, let's push them. If we push them, the kids can meet it. So he had the kids, actually, he started doing an AP calculus course and the kids were coming to school they they were at school long days they came to school on weekends they came to school through the summer and they actually ended up all um passing the ap test and they all took it was 18 kids that first year they took the ap test and passed but there were discrepancies with the grading so or with the test or something so the examination board actually accused the students of cheating because they got all the same answers wrong and you know of course in an area like that the kids are doing well and they're seeing okay we overcame we were scared of it and people had their doubts and we did well and it was even you know people in the school were doubting the kids so there are these other teachers in the school who see these kids every day and they accomplish this major feat and even the teachers were like shoot maybe they did cheat so eventually they retook the test and everybody passed again so that was really good um but you know throughout it he put so much in it there was a scene he had a heart attack um because he was so stressed doing so much but he really really was there for those kids and you know of course i relate with pushing kids to the challenge especially when it comes to math that's a very big thing for me um of course as being a math teacher so this movie really really resonates with me and i love it and just again i used to teach in a low income area so seeing you know something symbolizing students who are counted out before they even get to the building is like a huge huge thing for me so you know you should watch it's on netflix it's on you should netflix. watch it i'll take a look at it Thank Maybe you. I'll learn some math computation skills or something like that. Do you want a fun fact, though? It's not really a fun fact. It's kind of sad. There's a girl in there, and she plays this character, Anna. And she was actually in 2018, and she was shot and killed by police. Yikes. She was having, I think, a mental breakdown. She had been blacklisted in Hollywood or something because she was trying to sneak at, speak out against George Clooney, I think. And she was going through a lot. And then the police came in for, like, a welfare check, and she was like going crazy and apparently she told the police like you should shoot me and she had like a bb gun or something and they shot her i just found that out the other day when i was watching it and i looked her up and i was like whoa that's so how intense. many how many times have you watched the movie because from the way that you described it i can tell you've seen it on multiple multiple occasions i've watched this movie more times than i care to admit because i watched it at first in high school we used to i don't even know why we were watching that in high school but we saw it sound like a and day then, that uh senior chin ain't feel like teaching nothing for and me and then i'm telling you said that too um 
And we used to watch it in Spanish, in Spanish, um, con, con ganas and e triumph. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Oh, con ganas y triunfar. Um, I was going to take your Spanish card away from you. I thought you had, I thought you was fluent. But it's cards. not, it's not like a real translation. But I have seen this movie a lot. The first time I saw it, I fell in love because at that time I knew I wanted to teach math at the very least. Um, and it is, it's a little rough around the edges, but seeing the characters grow and their stories being told, even though some characters, of course, were added for the dramatic effect. Mm-hmm. And over the years, he, he did more. Um, for other students, as students came into his class, more and more were passing that test. So that's just crazy. That's what I want to be one day. Like all my kids pass a milestone. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got like three at the late, at the least, or I mean, hit proficient, and then you know go on to do that. So I mean, you know, I'm gonna get there when they make the Miss Lovett story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not the Miss Lovett story. Yeah, you know my movie about math and me teaching. But for each of these movies, we're gonna kind of do like. What we like, we didn't like, thumbs up, thumbs down. And really for this one, thumbs up, I mean, the whole movie. But really that thumbs up, in this movie, the way they portrayed it, when Mr. Escalante's students were accused of cheating, as any teacher should, he went hard. You know what I'm saying? He did not let them rest. He wasn't going to let his kids, well, he wasn't going to encourage them to retest that first because he was like, nah, Y'all did y'all work. Why would you try to prove to them something which you didn't retest? But he taught them because they didn't have the technology that I had when I was in calculus. We had good computers, good programs, everything. Mm-hmm. They were kind of working with nothing. And all those kids still passed. And they still had that in there. I barely passed calculus with all the technology in the world. So, you know, more prior to them. Um, thumbs down. I don't know. Maybe it is like some of the characters were kind of added in, sprinkled in. But, you know, they always have to dramatize things. You can't just have it straight and narrow. The real story might be boring. So, I think that would be my thumbs down for everything that's like a real-life translation. Um, and then I want to add, like, my favorite part of the movie, again, had to be when at the end, when the principal was on the phone with the testing board. And he was like, oh, tell me the scores. And he was like... Oh, three, four, five, three, three, four, and then Mr. Escalante walked out. Was like, yeah, reinstate the original scores. Period. No, he didn't say it like that. Bitch. <laughs> so that was really good. But yeah, Stand and Deliver is a classic. Do you know what year it was made? It. In the eighties, because this because the dude who played Jamie or Jaime Escalante played Selena's dad, Edward James, almost. Oh, so wow. this was made before Selena. Okay. Yes. You know I love Selena's. Selena's. Yes, Selena's. So that was Stand and Deliver. I think you should watch it. 10 out of 10 will recommend. And then we're going to move on to Lean on Me. When you're not strong. <laughs> okay. We hear you. So right. yeah, Lean on Me. Lean on Me. So the, the star of that movie um, is the oldest uh, living black actor that we know. Because he's been old in everything that we've watched in our life. Good old Morgan Freeman um, plays, was it Joe Clark? I think it's his name, Joe Clark. Yes. And he's a principal. One thing I know for a fact I'll never, never, (laughs) never do. Because it is so much pressure. Um, So the the school that he's the principal at is East High School. And in the school, if think about the school that 
in your county or whatever you went to school and you just know if you pull up to that school it's gonna be some ratchet stuff that go on <laughs> right so you got the drug dealers you got you know kids having sex in the bathrooms and stuff like that folks mm -mm. fighting everywhere they don't respect nothing going on in the school till mr clark get there and he start uh, making a change in different people so he takes a a couple people under his wing start making people do their job and this is one thing i do want to just place a side note you know how you know in our professional developments and stuff they always tell us to give kids a job or whatever and that'll mm -hmm. help them be more engaged that's one thing i kind of picked up from from this movie because he legit had people like getting the mail or like serving as a secretary and stuff like that so mm -hmm. giving them positions that they might you know see one day in their life well the first time me watching this i didn't didn't even make that connection but um he had to save a lot of kids in that movie because he had people like trying to sell drugs yeah gang banging and stuff like that and the big thing um that was going on in the school they were trying to like shut the school down they were worried about their their test scores and accreditation and stuff like that and so mr clark really was like pushing their students to do well on this benchmark assessment at the end of the school year so one, the kids would graduate and stuff like that and be proud of what they did and all that stuff. But also just to keep the school afloat and running and stuff like that. Because everybody in the district already was like, I mean, you know, we brought you in here because we know what you've done in the past. But they still looked at him like, we know you're going to fail. But, you know, do what you do what you can type stuff. And so, I mean, Morgan Freeman did what he could, man. Like, he really, like, was pressing folks. I'm talking about, like, locking the kids in the school and having them make sure they're doing exactly what they need to do, walking through the school with a megaphone, like, hey, this is the day that we got the test going on and stuff like that. Y'all gonna do great and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite parts of the movie um, was when he first came to the school, and they're in, like, this auditorium setting, and he brings up, like, all the people who have been... The Ratchet kids, you know, the, kids, the, okay, the class yeah. that we was talking about earlier. He brought them all up on the stage, and they were like, uh, all you guys, you guys are expelled. You're getting kicked out and all that stuff. And then everybody starts booing the folks on the stage. Like, before he got on there, they're up there dancing and stuff like that, doing crazy stuff. Like, stuff that you would not really see in a real school unless you just got kids who are just like, epic. Yeah. I'm so happy I've never seen that in real life, but no, seriously. The way this movie looked, I was like, dang, it's really schools like this, though. Because I'll rock in a while, right back out. Exactly, exactly. But when he kicks all those kids out, it really showed the other ones who are in the auditorium to know, oh, bruh ain't playing. <laughs> like, he, he not playing. So maybe I really need to listen to what he's talking about. Maybe I should do what I uh, need to do so I can make a, make a meaningful life of myself and all that stuff like that. Um, so a thumbs up for me on that. Uh, I would say immediate. His overall impact is a thumbs up. Like his whole message and what he was trying to do and how he was trying to save these kids from their, their own selves. Whether it was like you had situations where one girl she got pregnant during the school year, and I know for well I don't know for for a lady perspective, but I know I've seen people in high school who have gotten pregnant and they just think like their life is over after that. And so he mm -hmm. really was a, a great mentor to help her through that. Um, a down i didn't like um i would just say i just felt bad because it it made me think of the these inner city schools and like it's really these situations it's really a whole bunch of people who are out here going through these issues with gangs and, and yeah. selling drugs and at that young age as well and so i'm i didn't not that i didn't like it but it's just like 
it's so many black movies to where we have a struggle and our struggle mm-hmm. is so much different from other people and it's always even though it's different from other people it seems like the back the black perspective struggle is always the same it's always right we got teenage pregnancies the dad ain't there mm-hmm. somebody in the family doing drugs mm-hmm. and so that's something that i didn't necessarily like but it was very important for them to see that hey this is something that is really going on um in these inner cities and in these communities so it's something that we need to take heed of and i feel, I feel like there are like principals out there that are trying to be that joe clark because that's real you know as much as we as teachers go through and feel like we have to do a million and one things principals get all the culmination of that stress because it's like if your scores don't look good how are you managing teachers you know what what are these evaluations doing so that kind of put things in perspective from a principal's point of view you know like uh Dang, y'all get it too on your end. And then when, you know, you hear principals who are kind of on certain teachers that aren't doing what they're supposed to do, it's because I want the students to be great too, but I'm trying to save my own behind. Shoot. So, that and, yeah. (laughs) I thought about a meme from Lean On Me, but that's not appropriate, so I'm not going to talk about (laughs) it. But (laughs) Oh, another down for that movie. Man, Mr. Clark has some haters within the own the school. Yeah, yeah, he, he had haters. Like some of the teachers was like, "Oh, he's doing too much," and blah blah. It wasn't like this before you got there. And honestly, I can totally attest to that because I had a transitional period from the the principal that hired me left the year that he hired me, and like I can remember the day that um, he told the school that he was leaving, and it was just so emotional because we. We all loved him, and I had a connection to him because it was my, my profile, and mm-hmm. his 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 wife was my teacher when I was growing up and stuff like that. So I was like, "Dang, man, you hired me!" So I don't I don't really want, like I remember having a conversation with him. I was like, "Mr. Jackson, bro, wherever you go, I want to go with you." Like I was like, "Take me with you." And he was I'll never forget. He it's was funny because like, I have a connection with Mr. Jackson. Exactly, so like- exactly. And he was like he was like um he was like man I don't think your time is up here yet. So I was like man. Maybe he sees something. He sees like what I could do at the school, but I was really trying to dip. I was really trying to dip, but still here. It's understandable. When I my my first year principal, the one who hired me, she got pulled to another school in the county at the end of my first year, and I was like, but you know, because she was like that. Like a, a a mother figure in the school. Like mm-hmm. you know, everybody has their different views on their bosses, but. She really took care of me and very was very communicative, communicative with me and really kept me in line. Mm-hmm. Like anytime something happened, she would say, you know, Miss Love, you need to come talk to me and you need to fix this. And there we go. Keep pushing. So I really appreciated her. I hated it when she left. And then, you know, that transitionary period of learning new administration and getting That's to weird. a new principal is just kind of like... And, you know, luckily I didn't have that much history with my previous principal because, you know, she was only there the year, my first year. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, eh. But still, like, it's weird because you got to know them and you're like, okay, this is going to be our style for next year. Then, boom, you're gone. So that is, that new leader coming into the school can be a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's because they have different styles. And when your styles don't mix or when you're so used to something and teachers, you know, we already go through the big change each year. We get a new group of kids each year. Right. So we want some stability in places that we expect to see it, and it's not. And it's like, oh, 
here we go. Somebody else changing. Oh, that's your rule. Mm, cute that you think that's gonna work, but <laughs> or yeah, that's cute plan, whatever. But you know, it's, it's it's definitely something. So yeah, that movie like focusing on the principle. I think it kind of gave people an idea of like what is it like for them? What is right. they experiencing? When the parents be calling and complaining about stuff all the time, what's going through the principal's mind, and and, and what is the job that they have to do? Because a lot of people, and that's that's the that's the outside perspective that I wish would get cleared up. These folks, people, and and you know, parents and other people who are not in education, they be they just see like, oh, you guys get all these breaks off and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and y'all not really working as much as you are. But you have to realize, we see your kid more than you do, right? right? Like. We know more about what what your kid. We know what your your kid is really like for real. All that <laughs> stuff that they hiding at your house. We see because you know all the parent conferences like he don't act like that at home. She don't act like that at home. Who are we at home, sis? Because let me tell you what they really do. Exactly. And I remember because we had cameras in my old classroom. I never forget. I sat a parent down and I just showed her her son throughout the class period. She said, "Oh my god." I would never expect him to act like that because he does not do that at home. I'm like, of course, because he has more fear of you than of me and us here because he right. knows he's going to get in trouble. So right. for sure, it's going to be something. So taking a little bit of a turn here, because one thing Mr. Washington and I have in common, as well as teachers, you know, we're also coaches within our respective schools. So... Let's kind of talk about the coach type movies and then kind of bring it back to the other movies in a second. But the first one really focused on that coaching aspect as opposed to the teacher. Let's talk about Remember the Titans. Classic. Uh, top classic. five. Uh, top five. It's definitely in the top five. For real. Like, forget, I love forget it. Forget just like teaching movies. It's in the top five of all movies ever made. Ever. So I actually, we we did a little uh, social emotional learning thing and we're talking about teamwork and whoever made the overall lesson put in the clip from Remember the Titans and my kids were like, oh, I love this movie, this is awesome. And I was like, this, this might be my favorite group because they were like, this is an amazing movie and da da da. And I was like, yeah. So Remember the Titans, a classic, also based on a true story. Um, I don't know, do you want to kind of give the synopsis or like do part of it back yeah, sure. So you have um, late, well, early 70s. Um, they're in Virginia. The main character is played by the greatest actor of all time, Denzel Washington. Coach Boone. Coach Boone. Um, and then his other counterpart is Coach uh, Yost, Coach Bill Yost. Um, coach Yost was the head coach of the school before they integrated and became T.C. Williams High School. And so you had this combination of um, the black kids coming from one school and then the white kids who are already at the school. And so remember the Titans pretty much takes um, us on a journey of their football team and how the dynamics have changed, how the dynamics changed throughout uh, with the team because you had a lot of animosity and tension because, again, they're in the South, the early 70s, you know, you just had... Martin Luther King get killed. And again, this is based upon this true story. So this is around the time where we are first seeing some of these schools integrate for real, for real, and actually take it seriously and try to move forward in a more progressive America. And it just highlights the struggle of our race relations and seeing even though we might have differences amongst our race, 
uh, there's always some way that we can come together. And so it's very, very, very uh, inspirational movie. And it's a very important movie. It's one of my freaking favorites. I love it, love it, love it. I will always watch that anytime that comes on. And that's like a big one for me too. Just again, that whole racial aspect. But really good movie to use when trying to teach kids about working through the differences mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because those kids they did have to um get the differences and two of my favorite scenes in that movie was first off when oh, i forgot the boy's name was it ray that was the rev i think the, the, which what, what are you talking no about? when the, he didn't block oh yeah right right, right, right. ray yeah, right. and gary was like you know no nah, you gotta go like and just standing up um, for that teammate, even though at first they were just kind of like, no, nah, we ain't playing with these Negroes. And that that growth, especially with um, both sides of the team. And Sunshine, okay, when he kissed him, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's one of my favorite scenes in the movie because everybody was like, yo, what? Like that when they was in the locker room and then they were going back and forth with the yo mama jokes and whatnot and just seeing all the ways the team grew and then at the end you know when he was in the hospital well towards the end when he was in the hospital and she was like family only and he was like you don't see the resemblance that's my brother I was like oh it was so cute like I mean I didn't see it that way is it being so cute but okay like you know like I'm like it's very sentimental sentimental. like I'm not saying like I feel you adorable because it was a very sad moment and why he was in the hospital you know but very like oh I loved it so and like that big thing of overcoming and you know I really don't have any thumbs down about this movie because it just you know of course classic the thumbs down would be the way all the challenges, but that was real life. Like exactly. that's what they had to do. But exactly. he he coached them boys, and when he was hard on them, and you know Yost was trying to tell him like, why are you doing that? Da, da, da. And he was like, I mean, but look, like that's that's how I am. We getting the results, and and also I think a really really important scene and a really important thing that that Denzel or Herman Boone said in that that movie. He was like, the world don't give a damn about how sensitive these kids are, especially the young black kids. So I'm not going to be any uh, less hard on them than right. I am on anybody else. And that's real. And I've seen that as a coach and seen how, like, you know, other, like, white coaches might interact with their black players. They try to, like, spoon feed them and try to coddle them and make sure they're okay. But you can't do that because the world is not going to do that especially right. with the black kids they're not going to care about how you feel about all that stuff so you've got to be tough you got to instill toughness plus it's football can't be up here being soft and stuff there football oh my god like yes and in any sport you can't be soft you know as a, as track. a track coach you know i was just like y'all came out here to run so guess what you about to do today run you gonna run until i get tired because that's what we're here to do. And, yeah, that same thing when I was coaching track, you know, um, that factor of I'm not going to take it easy on you because these people you're running against not going to take it easy on you. And when you get into the real world, you know what I'm saying, they're not going to take it easy on you. So let's get it together now. I'm just trying to help you grow. Mm-hmm. And there were, like, a lot of life lessons. Like when he said, you know, I want you to learn about a teammate of another color. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that's, like, a big moment because sometimes – as coaches and teachers, you can I see sometimes they're just kind of like, hey, whatever. 
as long as they're not fighting, fighting, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But even when sometimes they do fight, they just like break it up, but never address it. Like he mm-hmm. really addressed that. Like, no, this is your teammate. You're gonna know your teammates. You're gonna keep knowing until we get this together. So that was, and then when he um when he mixed up the players because all of them were trying to be you know separate on the bus, and he was like, nope switch it up so a lot of those challenges and that's what we kind of do as teachers like even small things like group work yeah okay you want to go to your comfort zone but guess what nope you have to work with her mm-hmm. and you will come outside that box because that's this what's gonna be when you're in the real world there's a lot of people at my job i don't really want to work with but guess what i have to so <laughs> it, it's, it's that reality and like really getting them to open up and learn those people skills you know and that's kind of what that movie like teaches about as well as that racial tension and overcoming things you know like when they wanted to go to the restaurant like that's real like he was kind of oblivious to the fact that they're not gonna want these black people in here and i think that speaks to a lot of like the white people who kind of don't know like what other races are going through really and kind of turn that blind eye like no no it's not even that deep but it's kind of like we know yeah. and then when we experience it slap in the face and you're just kind of like oh i didn't know but like we told you we you, know? you know so so that's a, a big thing but yeah remember the time is all thumbs up yeah so. there's no there's no negative point in that movie it's i mean it ha- does have a sad ending when uh, I want to spoil it for nobody, but yeah, it has we already said spoiler alert. So, oh yeah, it does have a sad ending when uh, our our man Gary passes, but at least he didn't pass during the season, so at least he was able to see them win the state championship. But yeah, but that's like a big thing. Remember Titans? Go watch it. It's on Disney Plus if you have that. So and it that. come on TV all. Oh, yeah, it's on TV in rotation. It so. gotta be. Um, and then another coach movie I haven't seen it and I'm over here getting judged for it but yes. Coach Carter but I will Coach Carter has the most memes because they're like all he wanted the boys to do was do well in school and everybody had a problem with it and that's just a real thing too like some people don't expect athletes to be getting good grades they're like dog oh, they winning championships for us go go do that we don't really need them to be that great in the books and that's a problem they're a student athlete emphasis on the student part Mm -hmm. yeah and that's the major thing that um samuel jackson portrays in that in that role um as coach carter just like you know honing in on how important education is to the student athlete and for those if there's any student athletes listening to this um, you must understand that these universities, they're not going to let you play if you don't have the grades. And so, honestly, Coach Carter is a great movie for me, and it's awesome, and it really speaks to why I got into education, because my whole purpose of getting into education was to coach, because I have seen so many athletes that who focus on the the sport itself and not what they have to do to you know maintain as a player. Um, whether that's getting the grades and going to class and stuff like that, they push it to the side and just focus on their talent and their sport, and they end up getting screwed when they get to college because they cannot you know, keep the GPA that is needed to stay on the team, or they don't even make it to the college because they, they just want to say forget it while they're in high school and stuff like that. So in Coach Carter, you know, you got Coach Carter there in um, – Richmond, California, which is, again, a lot of drugs, a lot of gang activity. So a lot of his players were dealing with that throughout the movie. Um, 
And when he gets there, and he's actually an alum, an alum of the of the school, and he has all these records from the school from when he from the time that he was playing there. So he knows exactly what the kids are going through. He's living the life that they have lived because he went to school there. Um, and his first meeting is one of my favorite scenes in the movie because he's just like, uh, I'm your new basketball coach, and they're like, Who is this? And like. He up here coming with this suit on. Who's this? They was like, who's this church nigga? So they're like coming, <laughs> coming in this suit and stuff. And he like really expected them. He was like, hey, you gonna sit in the front of all your classes on game days? You gonna wear a shirt and tie? If I walk by the classroom and I don't see you sitting in the front, I'm a bitch you. And I mean, I wouldn't do all that because I mean, let's let's be real. Coaches gonna play their star. All right, I've had I've had situations where I done had a kid who is on the verge of, of failing, and I go talk to this teacher, like, hey, no! I'm not going to lie. Like, hey, what no! is it? Okay, not, not passing, not passing, but what does he need to do to get passing, right? And that's the thing that I want kids to understand, that you have your coach busting their butt trying to make sure that you can do it all you can do to play the sport. So we're putting all this energy into you. Give us some back. Just do the work. I think the only time that I was really at war, it wasn't like an academic thing, but it was a respect thing. And I had a runner, and he was fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he, he was a key person to our relay teams. And he got into it with the other coach and didn't show up for practice. You know, you don't show up for practice, you're not supposed to run. But I'm like, dang, uh, we kind of need <laughs> so you get you, you do, you are at war. And then ultimately, for me, sir, I'm not going to talk to anybody, teacher. My students know, you know what I'm saying? If you don't do my runners, they knew. If you didn't do what you were supposed to do, uh, well, Miss Lovett, excuse me, that's had my coach had on Coach Lovett, not about to run you. So that that was really hard because we were just coming out and he was supposed to run. And I used to hate it when my kids did some kids get ISS. And you're like, oh, you making my life real hard right now. I need you, but. I can't, I can't let you slide because you're not gonna learn that way, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what happens with a lot of these um, good players and whatnot. Things that we saw when we were in high school, things I've seen as a teacher. These kids who are the the big players and stuff, they get so big headed because mm-hmm. everyone bends to their will because. And that, that's that's why they're not humble when they get older, yeah. you know. And then when they don't get that scholarship to a certain school, they don't know what's going wrong. And I'm like, well, throughout their whole life, people were acting like they were God's gift to the sport. Mm-hmm. And nobody ever really instilled that reality in them. Like, okay, you're good, but tone it down, buddy. Because right. you could be better or you needed to take care of yourself as a student first. And then, so, you know, I was always kind of that teacher on the side. Like, hey. You real good. I would not take that away from you. But your attitude sucks. Your grades suck. And I might say a little bit nicer than that. But somebody has to be the one to say it. Because some of these students, they really don't get that. And when something doesn't go their way, like I had a student who was on a team. I won't say which team because that narrows it down too much. And he was good. You know what I'm saying? He he, he, was good. If he doesn't have a scholarship in a couple years, I know something. Yeah. But he got too big for his britches and was about to repeat seventh grade. And I was like, hmm, interesting. And he, he didn't know how to handle that because he was so used to everybody bending at his will, like getting out of trouble and everything because he was just a star player. And I'm like, 
No, that's just not gonna fly here. I'm gonna tell you. You about to be repeating, be back in with these people, um, with the sixth graders next year. You're gonna make new friends because you're gonna be back in seventh grade if you don't get it together. Right. So that that's like a big thing that we kind of need to think about with student athlete athletes because that is that you see it on TV shows and everything. Like, hey, they're the athlete, they're the star. We can't get them in trouble because mm-hmm. then our team is gonna lose and we're not gonna win the championship. We're not gonna X Y Z whatever. So yeah. In the controversial portion of that movie, so they were on a really hot winning streak and they were doing really well. And their grades started slipping. So when their mm-hmm. grades started slipping, Coach Carter decided to lock the gym in forfeit games. They were undefeated, hadn't lost any games all season. When their grades started slipping, he started he, um locked the gym and forfeited games because he was like, Y'all now nah, y'all are gonna maintain the, the average that I told y'all to have because it again it's student first, then the athlete. And again, they're in inner city California, and he's trying to make it so these kids have a way to get out of the situation that they're in. And of course, you have the community who wasn't really gone for that because a lot of them are like, okay, this basketball thing is going to be their ticket to get out of here. Well, but, but again, you're not going to be able to do that if you don't do the work that you're supposed to do. Um, so, thumbs up, thumbs down about it. I personally, I don't have no thumbs down about it because it's a great movie. Um, it, it really teaches folks how to, you know, push yourself, man. Like, and that's a really big thing because you had he had players who wanted to quit on themselves because they weren't making the grades or they felt like they weren't smart enough to do it or they didn't think that they were going to get out of the situation that they that they were in based upon their their own living situations and the other people within their family. And so Coach Carter was able to instill a sense of confidence in them and understand that they could do whatever they wanted to. And they made it all the way to um, the state championship game, and they did well. They did way better than what they were expected to do. And a lot of these kids ended up going on to play college basketball. So that was a, a wonderful thing. The next movie... Um, that kind of talk about is Freedom Riders. And then a lot of the teacher movies, of course, teacher movies get made because of the struggle. So again, a teacher in um, low-income areas, students all around a lot of crime, um, seeing a lot of violence, don't have the best home lives. And actually, Freedom Riders, we actually just had a motivational speaker and one of the characters in Freedom Riders is loosely based off of him. Mm. So in his life. And um, that was interesting to hear. Because he was like, yeah, this character is kind of me summed up. And the things he went through. And just with Freedom Riders again, that's that's that whole story of really being there for your kids. And teaching them through that moment. Because, you know, they had a lot of things like kids don't want to snitch. And... Um, a lot of the like rivalries going on and taking that moment and teaching the kids like this is what it could be like you know what I'm saying and then what the girl was upset at the end of the book cause um who was it about the person died or something Anne like Frank. that Diary of Anne Frank oh they were reading a Diary of Anne Frank yeah. oh yeah they were I forgot what book it was mm-hmm. but I know she bought in the person from the holocaust and she was like this is how it ends and stuff and it was like I mean, yeah, 
You didn't tell know. me she died. Why would you but do that? It's just like seeing that, seeing the, the growth and change over characters. I think this movie is one of the movies that really, again, speaks to how teachers grow on their students. And I mean, we come in and want the best for our students and fight for them, you know, but there's still that resistance. And still, even some kids you don't really, like, you kind of just don't want to work with because, you know, off bat, it's kind of like, this is a lot of resistance, but... Well, I won't say you don't want to work with it, but it's, like, hard. Like, you know, you're going to give that student a little bit extra energy. So it's kind of like, whoo, I got to pray a little extra hard this morning because I know I'm going to, you know, go toe-to-toe with what's the name again. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's all worth it. Like, you know, so that was, like, the big thing for Freedom Riders with me was just, again, seeing that teacher come in. And, of course, a teacher doesn't look like you. Yeah. So it's like you you don't even look like me, but you're trying to tell me you care and talk about my struggles and stuff like girl bye. And right. that's a big thing for a lot of students too, especially, you know, in a school that's heavily like populated with black students or minority students in general, you know, you have these white teachers and they're like, No, I don't wanna and I feel like that's when white teachers have to go out of their way to be like, No, I care about you but sometimes it's like I care about you, but in a condescending way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like and I've seen that dynamic play out. Like one thing that I that I hate that students will say, especially when I know this white teacher, like all the time, especially when you're teaching a predominantly black school, like I do, the the, the kids will run back to say, "Oh, this teacher's racist," because mm-hmm. they 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 got mad at me, but they didn't get mad at, mad at the white kid. I'm like, guys, not. Just because your perspective on some things, you think that people are racist, but I guarantee you, if they were really racist, they wouldn't be at school. Right. <laughs> like, I promise you, if they didn't, if they didn't like you, they right. would not teach at this school. Like, it's 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 not the fact that they're racist. You know what I'm saying? The expectations are just different. Sometimes we see what we want to see, mm-hmm. and sometimes teachers do pick on certain students more than others. But for the most part, it's like, and then sometimes with the teachers, like. Well, I'm going harder on you because you're this student that already has the rest of the world against him and you're doing something that you know better than, you know, like I think um, I had an experience with someone who kind of went harder on this one kid and she told him like these other kids are going to get a pass where you won't. So, yeah, I'm on you because I'm trying to teach you what it's really going to be like. And you unfortunately had to go above and beyond where some people can just sit back and relax. And it sucks, but that's life. Right. So. No cap, know. as kids say. No cap. Oh, God. Oh, God. On me. Love On me, bro. On me. Oh, uh, so, you know, <laughs> if my students heard that, they'll be so mad at me. They'll be like, that was ugly. But, um, I don't know, thumbs up for Freedom Riders, I think. You know, really, again, just like her going out that way and really applying something that they could relate to and learn from. Because, you know, that was that changing point when she talked about that. I don't know if I have any thumbs down. Again, like these movies, how could you find a thumbs down about it? This is like reality, what kids and teachers really go through. So, I don't know. What about you? Any thumbs down? Thumbs no, up? I don't really have any thumbs down. My thumbs up is when they had their experience with the Holocaust survivor lady. When they got to go mm-hmm. to the museum and learn about the Holocaust. And they made that connection. Because I think that was a 
the major turning point for the whole entire movie when the class like really really came together and so I like that it was cool only only down I would say is why did they have like 30 year old Mario playing a high school kid so, alright like, <laughs> they do that all the time <laughs> like, they do that all the time I'm Mario was trying to act so hard in the movie like bro was talking about braid <laughs> my hair you like bro you should let me love you i cannot mm. deal so um wrapping it up you know gotta play a little bit <laughs> the last movie on our list is bad teacher whoop, whoop. that's me i'm just playing it's not me but Foz and i were kind of talking about this yesterday and i was like mm. Do I have some traits of bad teacher? Oh, I know I do. Just maybe. Oh, I and know I, I do. Bad teacher is a really hilarious. It takes all of the things that I think teachers think about doing, and Cameron Diaz actually did it. It's you know. Is it? You do not do that. Stop. I'm I'm not send this to your principal. Don't play with me. So. <laughs> begin with this movie because you know bad teacher came out when i was 17 so i went to see it and that's when i knew i wanted to be a teacher and i was like this is wild but so much of this stuff because it, it is the, the competitive competitiveness between teachers you know like teachers okay you they always are like oh milestones are coming up and I, good luck well you your your subject doesn't have a milestone but i i have milestones so it's like Good luck. I want your kids to do great, but I also hope my kids crush yours and scores because I know they're better than yours. And and that part of the movie is what makes me think about regular school, like those teachers who be like, "Oh yes, my kids are gonna do X, Y, and Z, and blah blah." And that ain't me, y'all. That's not me. I want them to do well, but I'm not. I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, going to everybody like, oh my my look at my kids scores and blah." blah. That's no. As long as you do well. You try, cool. We pushing it, but I'm not gonna be going around school bragging like, oh yes. And then my my class sold more cookies than yours and all that stuff. No, yes, I don't need not... no door competitions. None of that stuff, bro. No, that junk is lame. No, first off, don't don't sleep on the door it's competitions. Lame. It's lame. I think it's all about your competitive spirit, how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Because field day. My team was not to be played with. It's different. But, uh, you know, well, feel that you get the bragging rights. But other stuff, like milestone scores. Okay, well, why do you have to go around? Like, you know, because some teachers, you know, they do it in front of the students. And I'm right. like, come on, bro. We got a whole faculty meeting. And you in front of these kids, like, <laughs> my, my kids got all fours and fives. Or my kids got all distinguished. And it's like, okay, congrats, Sally. But can you not make my kids feel terrible? Like, Right. So that's like a big thing there, and then like the whole thing with her and Justin Timberlake, <laughs> and that's real too. Cause y'all know some teachers, you know, wanna. So for that to be like a thing, and them trying to sneak around, and then on the school trips and whatnot, like so much of that movie. Was just, then wasn't there a scene with her and like weed or something? Yeah, she was. She was so she was in the parking lot of a library or something like that, and she was smoking a bowl. And one of the kids, and one of the kids came and knocked, knocked on the window no. to sell her some cookies. And that's a big thing too. Like when we talk about ways that, like, what you do outside of school, or like you'll be at a restaurant 
but it's in your district, and so you you wanna you wanna have that beer or that cocktail, but it's like nah, player, kids come up it. to you, hey, Mister Washington, oh, hello. Um, but I can tell you so many times where I've been in the store and I see a kid, and they're like, oh, hey, Mister Washington, I'd be like, oh, what's up, man? And honestly, bro, like I don't I don't I don't take work home with me, so like once I leave that school building. When I see a kid out, I'm acting like I don't know you. Oh, my God. (laughs) One time I was in Target, and a little boy was in there from my school, and he was like, I don't know her, but she's always talking to my teacher at lunch. I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm being watched. (laughs) So I was like, "Ah, let me get out of here. Because when you're in public, and you know, there's a certain way, like, when I was in high school, I go to the store looking any kind of way because I was in high school. I don't care. But now I'm somebody's teacher. So, like, I, I'm i not always dressed up. But I'm like, okay, if I got caught by a student in this today, would I be okay? Even though I'm going to act like I, like you said, I, I was at, um, when I t- taught at my other school, I was at a 4th of July celebration mm-hmm. in the city that I taught in. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to lie to you. If I see one of my kids right now, I'm going to act like I do not see them. But that our bad teacher did show some of the some of the worst sides of teaching. Um, the whole movie is a thumbs up. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's, it's hilarious. It's definitely hilarious. It's hilarious. The thumbs down is all of the, the negativity that, you know, the teachers did and all the stuff that, you know, is the jerky side of teachers, I guess you would say. But the movie is hilarious. Yeah, definitely. So there's that. So all these movies what what person, what movie, or what character do you feel like you identify with the most? Coach Carter, for sure. Okay. Coach Carter, for sure. Um, and the reason why I say that is because, of course, he's a basketball coach. And that's actually what I want to do for my living, hopefully, one day, where that is the only thing that I'm doing inside of the school, it just just coaching. Um, and really because of how, how he pushed his kids really Mm -hmm. cared about them outside of the athletics and i really really do care about my kids outside the athletics i want them to be the like the best athlete that they can be and i want them to achieve in that if that's what they really want to do but i also want them to understand how important school is for them again that's why I, i got into education so i could so i could coach those those kids who are really good but they don't really see the benefit of their of their education so Coach Carter for sure, because he he is living, he lived the life that I'm trying to live. So. Mhm. And I think for me, definitely, um, of course. Bad teacher, right? No, yeah, no, of course. Um, stand and deliver Jaime Escalante, um, because of course he taught math and really pushing those kids to go above and beyond in math. So of course, this was my fave, and. A little bit of coach boom because I do right now I teach students from all over the world um, and then even in my old school even though a lot of the students still looked alike they were kind of set in their ways so really pushing kids to go above and beyond their comfort level and who who are you working with because even though track you have your individual races outside of relays and whatnot we're still a team right. you know we're still working together in my classroom you're a team this is Miss Lovett's team for the hour that I have you. So we're going to know who's on our team. And I'm really, really big about students trying to get to know each other and get to know who they work with and 
I don't care if you don't want to partner with this person unless you have issues, of course. But I don't care if y'all don't want to work together because you're going to have to learn to work together because this is our team. All we got is each other right. in this room. So that's like a big one um, for me, those two together. And then, of course, seeing myself in like all the teacher movies because they're really real. Like that's our life. Like, yeah. We have so sure. many challenges and all, every student that comes in our room is different yeah. and has their own story. So how can we connect to that story? And be somebody that they trust. And I think that's what teacher movies show. Again, a lot of them are based on true stories. So this teacher did something, obviously, that made them become, like, Worthy a of movie. having a movie about like, themselves. That's what I'm saying. I want to um, I wanna be a teacher. I definitely think I should have a movie on myself. Whether it's about teaching or just how cool I am, period. So, coming soon, guys. Okay, so of course, you know, I end every episode with my joke. Her lame joke. My good joke. Are you ready for this? No, but. Are you we'll ready see. for this? I'm, I guarantee it won't be a knee slapper. Okay. What did Area say to Perimeter while arguing? I don't know. I'm trying to talk to you. But I just feel like you're going around my problem. Because perimeter is the distance around. Because area is inside. Oh, I so, get it. So area <laughs> is like inside. And then perimeter is talking around the problem. You, you want to hear yeah, another one? No. Great. Wonderful. I don't know. Awesome. I just, that was a good one. That was a good one. You're a hater. I was going to tell you another one. Area around. But the one I saw. Feel like he's going like around because the perimeter is like a, the around. Is like, yeah, uh, you're a hater. I ain't heard that since like middle school. Not a math guy. Didn't end up using none of that in my real life. So as I yeah, thought man. when I was a child, that hey, this is really pointless. Because when am I gonna find the area First off, of the perimeter? Seventh grade math. Is a very important, and you use area all the time if you're doing stuff. Area and perimeter if you're doing stuff around your house that you want to decorate or measure or whatever. So before you can argue back, that's it for my episode today. Thank you, Mr. Washington, for joining me and talking about these lovely movies. If you like a teacher movie, let me know what's your favorite. You can find me at Like It, Learn It, Love It. That's L O B E. TT on Instagram and I will talk to you guys next time.